Hello and welcome to episode two of Major League Talk Giants edition. My name is Henry Self. Today's date is Monday, April 3rd. We're going to be reviewing series one for the Giants of 2023. We went out to New York for a three-game set against the Yankees. We dropped game one, five-nothing, getting shut out. That was Cole versus Webb as the starters. We did pick up game two, seven to five. The starters there were Schmidt for the Yankees and Cobb for the Giants. And then we dropped game three getting shut out again, six to nothing. The Yankees started their uh, rookie burrito, and we sent out our new giant, Ross Stripling. So let's go ahead and start getting into it. We're going to go ahead and recap game one for you real quick. Now, in game one, like I said, we got shut out. Uh, we did end up getting four hits. Uh, those four hits went to Estrada in the top of the second, just a single uh, little line drive to center field on an 0-1 count. Uh, Perez in the top of the fifth got a single, another little line drive into deep center field on a 1-1 pitch. Uh, Conforto got a single line drive left field on a first pitch. And in the top of the seventh, Estrada got a, a single and a line drive deep to right field on a 1-1 pitch. Uh, overall, very poor offensive showing, a lot of strikeouts. In fact, Garrett Cole picked up 11 strikeouts on his own, uh, over six innings, allowing only three hits and two walks. Lamont Wade Jr. did draw the first walk on four pitches uh, in the top of the first. And that kind of gave everybody a bit of false hope. But then the next three batters, strikeout looking, strikeout looking, strikeout swinging. Uh, to go over the numbers, Wade Jr. was 0 for 3. Conforto was 1 for 4. Flores 0 for 3. Peterson 0 for 3. Yastrzemski 0 for 2. Davis 0 for 2. He came in in the Yastrzemski spot in the seventh. Estrada was 2 for 4. Uh, Crawford was 0 for 3. Sable was 0 for 2. VR, who came in in the seventh, was 0 for 1. Perez 1 for 2. Uh, and then Beattie 0 for 1. So, like I said, Conforto, uh, Estrada, and Perez getting those four hits for us. And like I said, a lot of strikeouts. Conforto struck out twice. Flores struck out once. Peterson struck out three times. He did draw a walk in the ninth that ultimately amounted to nothing. Um, Yastrzemski struck out twice. Davis struck out twice. Estrada struck out once. He grounded out in the fourth. Uh, and then Crawford struck out twice. Sable, uh, he struck out once. And Perez struck out once and Beatty struck out once. So for that first game, that's a total of 16 strikeouts. 16 of the 27 outs the Yankees needed. The pitchers were able to do it on their own. That's a rough start to the season, especially when we try to talk ourselves up and be a bit hopeful about what was going to happen this season. Uh, unfortunately, on the other side for the Yankees, like I said, we uh, we sent up Webb. He pitched six innings at 12 strikeouts, but unfortunately did give up two long balls. He gave up a solo shot to Aaron Judge. If you haven't heard about it already, you're living under a rock. Aaron Judge homered on the second pitch he saw, the first swing of the bat for him for the season. Solo shot against our uh, ace, Logan Webb. And then in the fourth, Labor Torres gets a two-shot home run, uh, and then Webb would walk the first batter he faces in the seventh, 
and that batter would eventually get uh, brought around a home plate to score. So Webb was credited with four earned runs uh, on with only two walks given up uh, and, like I said, 12 strikeouts. So four hits, four earned, two walks, 12 strikeouts for Webb. Um, a, a decent showing if we could have only provided him some backup with some offense on the other side. Uh, you hate to waste a 12 strikeout day for your ace over six innings. Um, he did not get the support he truly needed. After Webb, we sent out Brebia, who had one inning pitch, gave up three hits, and those three hits are what allowed the walk batter to score in the seventh inning. He gave up a single to Trevino, a single to LeMayhew, and a single to Judge, and that just sent everybody around. Uh, and he also got his own earned run on Judge's single. And then finally, in the uh, bottom of the eighth inning, we sent out Tyler Rogers, one inning pitch, one hit, one strikeout. Uh, and when we went up for the ninth, just were unable to make any attempts at an offensive comeback. Overall, very, very, very disappointing game. Uh, like I said, there were way too many strikeouts for our guys. Uh, it's kind of hard to score at all or win any games if you're striking out 16 times and only getting four hits and drawing only three walks. So, uh, But let's look at some of Logan's statistics here. So Logan... Uh, really stuck to his sinker changeup slider mix that he likes to use. Only threw two pitches as a four seam fastball. Uh, for his swings and misses on his changeup, he threw 32 changeup pitches overall. And it looks like about 10 of those were swing and misses. Uh, threw 18 sliders, four of those were for swing and misses. The unfortunate part, we're going to look at the two home runs that he gave up. And the first one, like I said to Aaron Judge, it was an 0 1 count. And it was this just sinker that came in from the catcher's perspective. It's got it down in the middle uh, from when I was watching it. It looked like more like kind of down and away from Judge. Uh, it came in at 92.8 miles an hour. Judge nailed it 109.3 off the bat. Went 422 feet. Um, and then oddly enough, disappointingly enough, Labor Torres also got a hold of a sinker around the same speed, 92 and a half. Uh, on Baseball Savant, they got it showing it right in the middle, but, you know, watching it look more about the same location that uh, Webb made that mistake to judge. Uh, same pitch type sinker, like I said, same velocity coming in, and Torres got it, 102.9, uh, 378 feet. And like I said, that was a two-run shot. So, unfortunately for Webb, uh, if, if he could have not made those two mistake pitches, if he could have not just left that there for them to hit, probably would have been looking at only uh, maybe one earned run um, instead of the four. So, who knows? Maybe if he hadn't given up those two home runs, his only earned run might have been that one walk in the seventh. Uh, but you never know. All we do have are the facts, and that is – uh, two home runs on two sinkers, same speed, roughly the same location. Um, 
So let's go ahead and move on from our disappointing first game of the season, and we're going to get into our second game, which went a bit better. We actually got some offense. We got on the board. Like I said, this was uh, seven runs uh, for us against five for the Yankees, seven runs on 12 hits. The Yankees only had 10 hits. Um, and by the way, before I get too far into that, I do want to review two more numbers. So for our first game, no runs on four hits. Yankees had five runs on eight hits. Uh, we left six on base to their five left on base, and we went 0 for 3 uh, with runners in scoring position, whereas the Yankees went 3 for 9. The Yankees also had two, two out RBIs, um, and that's just that's just good offense. Uh, so second game, we picked that one up, so 7 to 5. We had 12 hits. They had 10. We had one error. Uh, we left 10 on base to their eight, and we went four for 14 with runners in scoring position, and they went three for 11. They had one two-out RBI. We had two two-out RBIs. Uh, and there were two hits that we got that went uh, to a full count, and both came on the 10th pitch of the sequence. The first one was off of VR uh, in the top of the second. That was a single fly ball to left field. And then Jock Peterson in the top of the fourth had a home run, 10th pitch. Uh, and it, it was a low ball that he just kind of golfed out of there, uh, hit it to right. And that was what started our scoring there was uh, Jock Peterson's home run in the top of the fourth. Now over some of the numbers for you as far as our batters. Uh, Wade Jr. went one for three with an RBI. Conforto, unfortunately, rough start of the season, 0 for 5. And he had three strikeouts. Uh, to Wade Jr.'s one strikeout. And Wade Jr. also drew two walks. Uh, Estrada went one for five with an RBI, no strikeouts, uh, two flyouts, two groundouts. Jock Peterson went two for four uh, with two runs and an RBI. And like I said, one of those was a home run. He struck out twice and he did draw a walk. Uh, Yastrzemski went two for five with two runs and an RBI. Um, he ended up with two strikeouts and two doubles. VR went two for five with a run. He had one strikeout, a flyout, and a ground ball. So two singles for him. Crawford had a day. It was good to see him get started. It was good to see him have fun out there, too. Um, unfortunately didn't get any hits against his brother-in-law the day before, excuse me, two days before, but he did go three for five with three RBIs and two runs. Uh, he had a two run home run in the fourth and he had one strikeout and one ground out. He also had a stolen base. That stolen base came in the ninth inning on an RBI single. Uh, and then Sable would go one for two. Uh, his first hit of his major league career came on a bunt single. How about that? You know who else had a bunt single for their first uh, major league hit? Mike Trout. Good company. Uh, and then Johnson came in in the ninth, went 0 for 1. Then Perez, uh, rough day for Perez. He was 0 for 4 with three strikeouts. So... Uh, we ended up with a grand total of 
13 strikeouts in this game, though. So it was still a pretty strikeout-heavy outing for us. Um, and a, quite a few of our hits did come with three balls. So there was a two full counts uh, and a couple of 3-0 hits that we also got. Um, and for the Yankees, their pitchers were Schmidt, who went three and a third, gave up five hits on three runs or five hits for three runs and five strikeouts. And then Peralta came out uh, one inning with two strikeouts. King came out, only went one and two thirds, gave up four hits, two runs, only got three strikeouts. And Brayu came out for two, got three strikeouts and no hits and a walk. Uh, Holmes came out for two thirds, gave up three hits, two earned runs, got no strikeouts, issued no walks. And Cordero came out to get that final out. Uh, giving up no hits uh, for our pitchers on our game two, our win game, our winning game. Like I said, we had Cobb out there. He went three and two thirds, gave up four hits, only gave up two runs. Only one was earned because he did have an error. Uh, what would look like it was going to be a double play ball came right back to him. He turned right around, went to throw and flew over a strata on second base. So it could have been a, an inning-ending um, double play ended up getting getting him an unearned run. He did get six strikeouts over those three and two-thirds and only issued one walk. Junis came on and went for two and a third, gave up three hits and one earned run of his own, got two strikeouts. Brebia came out for one inning and I got to say, this is the funniest inning to me because all three batters that Brebbia faced flew out to Yastrzemski in center. And uh, you could see Brebbia's face when he was coming off after that. He kind of gave a little, you know, eesh, look. I think he said he was going to go home and kiss the ground. Thank you, gravity. And then Taylor Rogers would come on, and he would have one inning pitched, give up one hit, one run. That was a home run to Donaldson. Uh with no strikeouts, no walks. And then Duvall, let me tell you, Duvall coming on. We got used to Duvall last season having these lightning, amazing ninth inning showings where he's just going to strike out the side. He's going to throw some heat up there. I was legitimately nervous with a three-run lead in the ninth while I was watching him play. First batter, he gets a pitch clock violation, so he starts off 1-0. And then he ends up uh, – he does end up striking him out. Uh, did get worked to a full count. Volpe gets a single. He walks LeMayhew. Judge gets a single RBI. Rizzo walks. And then Stanton – ends up hitting into a double play and we had to review that double play so many times because people were wondering if Estrada's foot was on the bag and if Wade Jr.'s foot was still on the bag when he made his catch. Hopefully Duvall does figure out his pace with this new pitch clock because one, his velocity was down and you kind of got to wonder if that's a little bit about the pitch clock. He, he was the 30th slowest pitcher last year. He took like 22, almost 22 and a half seconds in between batters uh, or in between 
pitches with nobody on to get the ball to the plate again. And, you know, when you're throwing that fast, yeah, you, you got to take some time because you're working yourself back up probably to throw another 104 mile an hour fastball up there. So his velocity was down. He got two pitch clock violations, only got one strikeout, and he could he could not find the strike zone. Like I said, his first strikeout came on a full count. He threw one ball, and then Volpe got a, a single. He walked LeMayhew. Judge uh, got a single on one pitch. Rizzo got walked also to a full count. And then Stanton hit into a double play uh, after getting working to a 2-0 count. So he threw one, two, three, four, five, five strikes over one, two, three, four, five, six batters. That's not the Duvall that we're used to. So we'll see how he does as he works through this year and gets used to the new pitch count. So but let's focus on the bright side of this game that we won, and that is the home runs off of Peterson and off of Crawford that really got us going. Like I said, that everybody looked happy. Everybody looked like they were actually having fun when that happened. Uh, our strikeout rate did go down a little bit, but it's still not much when you compare it to overall. In the first game, we had 16 strikeouts against us. And then in this game, we struck out 13 times. So it is a downward trend. You know, at least it's going down. Uh, the Yankees in the first game, they also struck out 16 times, but they also put up the five runs on eight hits. Uh, in this game, they also trended downward on their strikeout rate. They struck out nine times. So uh, we need to get our pitchers a little bit better at throwing strikeouts. But, you know, I'm not upset at Brebbia's three flyouts to center field. And the Shrimsky out there, those are still outs, right? And if you can do it on one pitch, that's efficiency. Uh, and you know, it was like I said, it was a fun game 12 hits, seven runs, only one error for us. Uh, and we managed to get out of that ninth inning scare with a double play. So let's go to our last game. I didn't get to watch this last game because, uh, it's Sunday, it was early. Like I said, I live in Honolulu. Um, uh, real quick, before we get to that. Almost forgot. Let's go ahead and examine um, Alex Cobb. So for his, he stuck to his sinker, split finger, and slider. Did work four curveballs in there, but most of the time he went sinker, split finger. Uh, he got three swing and misses on a sinker. Uh, he got one swing and miss on a split finger, and looks like four swing and misses on a slider. Um. And he did give up the one home run to Stanton. And looking at baseball savant from the catcher's perspective, it looked like it was middle and um, middle and out. And it was a 2-0 count. Uh, they're calling this one a sinker. And it came in at almost 95 miles an hour. Stanton got it, went out to right field. Um, 112 miles an hour off the bat. So, but that was the only home run that, uh, that Cobb gave up. 
And like I said, he ended up only giving up four hits throughout the entire game. And that was one of two home runs we ended up giving up in that game. Uh, like I said, Donaldson came in. He got a home run off of Rogers, Taylor Rogers. Uh, Taylor Rogers came in. He only threw a total of 11 pitches. Uh, only got one swing and miss on a slider. And Donaldson down and in on a 1-0 count. Um, managed to get one out of there. And uh, that came in at just 88 miles an hour. It was down and in, kind of on his hands. He got the bat around, and it went out to left field. So unfortunate there, but luckily we were already up 5-3. Donaldson only made it 5-4. All right, so let's move on to our last disappointing game of this series. Uh, like I said, I didn't get to personally watch it. Um, it started at like 7.30, 7.40 in the morning for me over here. Day games on the East Coast. Why you got to do that, MLB? So anyway, this was the last game of this three-game set. And we ended up losing six to nothing. We only got three hits in this game. We gave up seven to the Yankees. Uh, we left six on base, and we went 0 for 5 with runners in scoring position. The Yankees left six on base. They were 0 for 6 with runners in scoring position, but they also scored on three home runs. Um for our batters, Wade Jr. went 0 for 2 with two strikeouts. He was also hit by two pitches. Conforto 0 for 3 with a strikeout, one walk. Davis was 1 for 3 with a strikeout and a walk. Peterson went 0 for 4. And in the top of the six, he, he flew out, looked like to right field. And in the original game audio, you can hear his frustration. This man... He hit the ball. He knew it was not getting out as far as he wanted it to, and you just heard him shout fuck as loud as he could over the broadcast. You know it's loud when the broadcasters are hearing it. Um, but understandable frustration there. Uh, Yastrzemski was 1 for 4 with a strikeout. VR was 0 for 4 with two strikeouts. Crawford was 0 for 3 with two strikeouts. Sable was 0 for 3 with a strikeout. Estrada was 1 for 3 with two strikeouts. Um we're just we're giving the outs away so in, in this one we had 12 strikeouts so to the yankees six which means that over the three game set we had as a team 41 strikeouts we struck out 41 times that's over half the outs that the yankees needed to get the other 40 came on 22 ground outs, four line outs, nine fly outs, one pop out behind the catcher, and two ground into double plays. So that's a twofer. And we also gave up seven home runs to the Yankees, and we only got two. So we gave up two to Judge, two to Stanton, one to Torres, one to Higashioka, one to Donaldson. And who was that last one?
Stanton Judge, Stanton Judge account for four. So that means three others, Higashioka, Donaldson, and Torres. Yep. So we started Ross Stripling in this game, and he he had a rough go of it. Uh, swing and misses. He went with a slider, four-seam fastball, change-up mix mainly. He did uh, throw in nine curveballs and six sinkers. He got one swing and miss on a slider, four swing and misses on his four-seam fastball, six swing and misses on his change-up, and one on his sinker. Uh, he gave up three home runs in Sunday's game. And the first one, uh, one of them came to judge, and that was up and in the middle. Looks like they're calling it a slider. Came in at 87. Left judge's bat at 111 and went out to left. And then he also gave up a home run to Stanton. Came down in the middle, another slider. 87 miles an hour. Stanton knocked this one way out. 117.8 miles an hour, it says off the bat. 485 feet. So way out to center field. And then he gave up one to Higashioka. Looked like it came up and in on an 0-1 pitch. Four-seam fastball. 90 miles an hour. Left the bat at 106. Um, so just a, a rough... Rough beginning to strip, uh, Stripling's Giants career. Um, we'll see how he recovers from that. Honestly, that's going to be the most interesting part, how he go, how he handles this going forward. Um, but to look at some more pitching numbers from the last game. We started Stripling. He went five innings pitch, gave up six hits, uh, four earned runs, walked two batters, struck out only three. Uh, Sean Jelly came in for two innings, no hits, but um, did give up two earned runs due to three walks, uh, a couple wild pitches there, um, and got three strikeouts. And then Scott Alexander came in for one inning, uh, gave up one hit, no runs, no walks, no strikeouts. And the Yankees, they started a, a Rookie Johnny Brito got his first major league start. He went five innings, only gave up two hits, no runs, one walk, and six strikeouts. Uh, and then Cordero came in for two-thirds to get give up one hit uh, and get two strikeouts. And then Ron Marinaccio came in for one and a third, got three strikeouts. And Colton Brewer came in for the final two uh, to get one walk and one strikeout. Uh, Sean Jelly had three wild pitches and Colton Brewer hit Lamont Wade Jr. with a pitch and Jimmy Cordero hit Lamont Wade Jr. with a pitch as well. And Ross Stripling hit Anthony Rizzo in that game with a pitch. Um, disappointing end to a disappointing series. Getting shut out twice is never fun especially when you're on the road, this is the, the beginning of the season. There have been questions about you throughout the entire season or off season. You give up seven home runs and you only score seven runs to the Yankees 16. 
and you struck out 41 times. 41. That's not the way to start the season. Rough all around. We wasted a 12 strikeout outing for Webb. Managed to win the second one. Barely hung on. Duvall looked like he was about to give it up. And then just got shut out again. With a rookie on the mound for the Yankees. Now, something fun that I wanted to look at are the umpire scorecards. So for the first game on Thursday, we had Laz Diaz back there. It says overall accuracy was 90%. He called 129 of 144 taken pitches correctly. Uh, his overall favor, oddly enough, was about 1.24 runs in favor of San Francisco. And his overall consistency, 88%. 15 called balls inside the stone and two called strikes outside the zone. Um. The average for overall consistency across MLB is 94, by the way, and the average for accuracy is 92. His impactful missed calls were all in favor of the Giants. Top of the fourth, Coldy Yastrzemski, one out, a runner on first, a 2-2 count, and a strike is called a ball. And from this perspective, uh, it's on that inside corner on the bottom. And then top of the fourth. Cole to Flores, no outs, base is empty, a 3-1 count, a strike is called a ball. Again, just on that line. And then the bottom of the eighth, Rodgers to Cabrera, two outs, a runner on third, an 0-2 count, a ball is called a strike. Way on the outside. And, and I'll admit, when I was watching this first game, um, which we, and like I said, ended up losing uh, five to nothing, there were a lot of strikes called that looked like they were out the zone. I mean, it was on the outside of the plate. And I know Webb started going to that uh, part of the plate a lot. Uh, I guess he realized that the home plate umpire was definitely going to be calling strikes there. Um, his called strike accuracy was only 86%. Seven of 50 called strikes were true balls. And on his ball accuracy was 91%. Eight of 94 call, uh, called balls were true strikes. So I have a feeling that a lot of those were in our favor. So Laz Diaz, not, not the best scorecard for you. Uh, then we go into our Saturday game, Andy Fletcher. Uh, we went, like I said, won this one seven to five. Now, Andy Fletcher, uh, his overall accuracy, 91%. Um, Called 168 of 184 taken pitches correctly. Uh, his overall favor was actually in favor of the Yankees by about half a half a run. And his overall consistency, 89%. The average is 94. 15 called balls inside the zone. Six called strikes outside the zone. Uh, and in fact, his impactful missed calls, top of the sixth, it was King to Conforto, one out, bases loaded, one, two count, a ball is called a strike. So that went in favor of the Yankees. Uh, bottom of the fifth, Junis to Donaldson, one out, runners on second and third, one, two count, a ball is called a strike. Once again, that one went to the Yankees. And then bottom of the first, Cobb to Donaldson, one out, runners on first and third, a one, two count, 
a strike is called a ball. So his three impactful missed calls um, went to the Yankees. Uh, called ball accuracy was 95%. The average was 97. So six of 124 called balls were true strikes. And his called strike accuracy was 83. Average is 88. Uh, so 10 of 60 called strikes were true balls. So he was leaning more on the Yankee side with some of his cal uh, calls based on this report card. Yet we ended up winning seven to five. And so on our final game of the series, we had Eric Bacchus behind the plate for Sunday's game. We lost six, nothing. Uh, he was also leaning more toward the Yankee side. It says here's overall favor was a plus 1.06 runs for the Yankees. Uh, his overall accuracy, 94%. He called 144 of 154 taken pitches correctly. Uh, his overall consistency was 97%. The average is 94. Only four called balls inside the zone and one called strike outside the zone. Um, and then it says his called strike accuracy down here at 88%, right at the average. Six of 49 called strikes were true balls. And his called ball accuracy, 96%, average is 97. Four of 105 called balls were true strikes. So he was, he was pretty, pretty accurate there. Um, his impactful missed calls, top of the six, Cordero to Davis, one out, runners on second and third, 2-2 two, two count, a ball is called a strike in favor of the Yankees. Top of the sixth, again, Cordero to Wade Jr., no outs, runner on first, 0-2 count, strike is called a ball. So that one went in our favor. And then top of the fourth, Brito to Conforto, no outs, bases empty, 3-0 count, ball is called a strike, favor the Yankees. So he was a bit more balanced based on his impactful missed calls, and he was also more accurate. Um, so, by the way, these... Ump scorecards are courtesy of www.umpscorecards.com. I found out that apparently this is just run by some college students that just like doing this. Uh, this is not something that's really run by Major League Baseball. Uh, the fact that they, this group decides to take their time to really look at what the umps are calling back there based on, I'm guessing, stat cast and some other things. Uh, it's really cool. So get a chance. Go look at them. Go check out their website and uh, help them out. Support them. Donate if you can. So that wraps up our first series. Like I said, we dropped it one to two. Disappointing. Just had to be a storybook start for the Yankees, especially with Judge's home run being the first home run of Major League Baseball this year. But it's only three out of 162. We got another 159 games to play. We have to try and be positive. We can't really make a lot of judgment calls on only three games. Yes, we struck out a lot. We do have a downward trend with our strikeout rate, 16, 13 to 12. So we did knock a couple out of the park. Um, we did get some hits. Like I said, uh, on our last game, we had three hits. 12 hits in the second game, four hits in the first game. So 19 hits. Uh, didn't really have any errors. We only had the one um, that I saw. And so 
We'll see what happens. Our next series is in Chicago against the White Sox. And then we finally come home to have our home opener against Kansas City on Friday the 7th. Uh, once the White Sox series is wrapped up, I'll get an episode out after that, examining how we did in the South Side. So, from Honolulu, after the first series of the season, hey, it's here. Baseball's back. I'll see you throughout the rest of the 159.